First, an advertisement from the Office of Religious Life. The Office of Religious Life wishes you and all whom you love a wonderful season and many, many blessings in the new year. Please visit religiouslife.princeton.edu to learn more about how you can participate in ORL events throughout these holiday weeks and far beyond. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. I'm Theo Wells-Spackman. And I'm Vitas LaRue. You're listening to Daybreak. As campus winds down in anticipation of winter break and traditional holiday season, Daybreak is spotlighting some of the holidays Princetonian celebrated throughout the fall semester. Diwali, Dia de los Muertos, and Hanukkah. By releasing these episodes now, we hope to draw attention to holidays celebrated by minority communities on and near campus. This is an ongoing project. We will also be highlighting holidays celebrated during the spring semester next year in 2023. Right now, you're listening to the Dia de los Muertos episode. So today we go back to November 5th, before the weather got colder. In the brisk autumn breeze, members of the Princeton community gathered with the Arts Council of Princeton to celebrate Dia de los Muertos also known as Day of the Dead. Daybreak took a trip down Witherspoon Street to join the celebrations and learn more about the holiday and how the Princeton community celebrates. What does Dia de los Muertos mean to you? The most important part for me is that it brings people together. You just see the smiles on people's faces and like that makes you want to smile, even though you might not know all of like the roots of the celebration. I think it's a way to like celebrate history uh, and remember our lost ones. Dia de los Muertos is something that's always been a part of my life. Everybody celebrates it as a community. Dia de los Muertos is a holiday that is typically celebrated November 1st and 2nd, though this event in Princeton occurred three days after that official date. The holiday is widely celebrated within Mexican culture and serves as an opportunity for families to celebrate and remember the lives of their loved ones who have passed away. We spoke to Valeria Torres Olivares, class of 22, and her mother Veronica on how they began a Dia de los Muertos celebration in Princeton. When we moved to Princeton in 2008, I believe, we didn't really see any representation for Latino cultural events in town. And so our family, in partnership with the Arts Council, was able to really like bring this event together for the communities for the past 14 years. So every fall we spend time as a family creating sugar skulls, like around 400 sugar skulls, putting an altar together, paper flowers. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really great because now we're actually seeing like so many people um, come out for the event, not just Latinos really, like anybody is welcome to learn and celebrate with us. I realized that, you know, being away from our family and our country, it was really hard to figure out how I'm gonna educate them. Make sure that they learn about their cultures and traditions. What I wanted to also be able to share that with my community, to see how beautiful, you know, cultural and traditions are and our heritage. And, uh, and then I was able to, through the Arts Council, they were already making something small. And then I started, like, you know, volunteering and then helping organize. And then later on, we started making sugar skulls, lots of icing putting an altar and it has become bigger and bigger and bigger every year. The Arts Council featured a number of different activities to celebrate Dia de los Muertos, including making sugar skulls. We dispersed amongst the crowd to see how community members were enjoying the event. My name is Eloise Selim and I've just been helping around um, this stand. We're making sugar skulls and I think the goal is just for students and parents to have fun just in general and to bring the community together and for people to know more about this 
fun event. I mean, it is definitely a tradition. Uh, sugar schools are like something kids would just do. So it's just a way for kids to have fun and like, play around with like colors and yeah. We also ran into some members of the university community. I'm Melissa Mercuro. I actually work for the university. I work for the Office of Community and Regional Affairs. Melissa was helping to run a face painting station for kids. But I was born and raised here in Princeton, so um, it's always been great to be a part of the community and just always, you know, volunteer at these, these types of events. This is actually my first time coming to this uh, day of event, um, but my family is from Guatemala, and so we celebrate very similarly um, to the typical Mexican culture. So it was great to, to actually be a part of the event this year. So I'm doing this with uh, the Latino um, Princetonians ERG, so the Employee Resource Group. So it's um, all of us are Princeton University staff staff members, so it's been really, really fun volunteering with everyone and also getting to know everyone too. My name is Linda McNulty Perez. I'm a grad student in Classics. I'm from a Mexican-American community in Texas, and Dia de los Muertos is something that's always been a part of my life there. Everybody celebrates it as a community, and this event that the Arts Council has has been really important to me and like feeling comfortable living here in Princeton, and it's something that I look forward to every year really makes me feel like home. Nellie Serrano Rivas, class of 25, told us a bit about why she came to this event. So the first one was kind of like a, a way for me to learn more about uh, Dia de Muertos, simply because I never grew up around that celebration. So I wanted to, to get more involved and, and learn. But the other reason is also because I, I lead, I'm a community ambassador for SIFPI um, and I, I felt like if I announced it to students, they would want to come out, whether it is because they also want to learn or want to be around that environment, uh, they want to hear the music, they want to see the dancers, um, or maybe they just want to get a, you know, a point for their reflection form. but. It also felt like a way of involving them and getting Princeton students to, to show up to these things. I'm from South Brunswick. I'm in Robbinsville. But we're in Princeton a lot. So. But we go to Princeton a lot because there's a lot of cultural things happening here, right? My name's Marlene. Marie. I run a meetup group. And it's usually people like 50 and over. And we do fun things. We go to Broadway. We travel. And we do a lot of the activities that the Arts Council uh, has at the um, Princeton Shopping Center. They have a lot of wonderful concerts. So we, we go to a lot. We just have never done the Day of the Dead. Looking forward to the dancers and everything. And, uh, you know, Princeton is just a fabulous town with so many cultural activities all the time. I mean, we were two weeks ago in Palmer Square for the concerts. You know, there's always something. As the day's festivities wrapped up, a company of traditional dancers took stage in the parking lot of the Arts Council building. The group was comprised of children from the local area. After they had completed a series of line dances adapted to fit with the celebration of Dia de los Muertos, they dispersed among the crowd to hand out candy to the audience. We spoke to two of the dancers, Brianna and Fatima, about their dance routine's significance to themselves and their cultures. So the dance represents the cultivation of the pineapples. So you dance for a pineapple. But since we're like celebrating the Day of the Dead, um, we're dancing with pumpkins full of candy. And we're also giving the candy to the kids. But usually it's dance with the pineapple on our shoulder to honor the pineapple. We participate for our church and help them out. So it's fun. We do it like 
either monthly or like twice a month, but like this whole week or this whole month in particular, we've been busy, especially with the Day of the Dead and like um, Halloween. I think it's a culture that should always be kept alive, especially if you're like part of a Mexican culture. You should always like stay close with like your traditions, your culture. Always like remember, so that the the traditions don't fade through generations. Rodrigo Cordova, a third-year PhD candidate in astrophysics who was at this event with some friends, echoed a similar sentiment. He spoke about how the holiday reflects his culture. For me, I think it's really a story of. So I'm from Puerto Rico, and right, Latino communities, I think, far and wide, have really. The Dia de los Muertos has expanded its reach beyond just Mexico, and it's now, I think, a real big cultural touchstone, something that I think we all grew up with knowing about, and something that, when I was in college, having a lot of you know, friends who did actively celebrate Dia de los Muertos where they grew up, it just has become, almost become a part of like how I think we all see Latino identity. The Day of the Dead is not Halloween, because a lot of people, you know, try to, that is the scene or decorate their houses. And it's more about celebrating the life of the people who pass away, celebrating their memories, everything they share with us, and honoring them. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Regina Roberts, Gladys LaRue, Eden Toshoma, and me, sound engineered by Eden Toshoma, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo Wells-Spackman. I'm Eden Toshoma. And I'm Vitus LaRue. Happy holidays, and have a wonderful day. <laughs>